Well, I will say, like, I have really been looking forward to talking to you. I just feel like, you know, like, there's a few people that, like, you meet on the internet that you're low-key. Like, I feel like we would be such great friends in person yeah. that I'm like, oh, yeah. my God. Like, I had to talk to you. I was just like, I feel like we're, like, on the same wavelength and, like, have the same vibe. And I'm like, I wish you didn't live in Canada and you were, like, here. But it's okay. Because now we Honestly, can, we can be, we can chat now, you know? So it works out. through the video call it, it worked out even though i mean yeah like canada's kind of cool so sometimes even i'm like uh do i even really want to stay here dog like i don't know what made you even go to canada yo i'm gonna be so honest it's such like a high school girl fantasy type I shit oh can i curse i'm so sorry oh yeah no a hundred percent okay cool so there was this like guy I used to talk to in high school that I really liked. <laughs> and he always used to talk about like moving to Toronto um for like music pursuit. And when I was like looking for colleges, I was like, "Well, I don't want to go to Holland because everybody goes to Holland and like I w- I don't want to be, you know, basic, you know. No offense, but I just wanted to see somewhere different. And so I was like, oh, let me just go to Toronto because he he's going to Toronto. Granted, he never came to Toronto. So that was fucking hilarious. But yeah, that was that's where the idea came from. It was so like impulsive, last minute, very Sagittarius of me. But yeah, that's that's why I came to Toronto, to be real honest. I feel you. Honestly, it's interesting like how like our teenage I realize this now more so that like I create a lot of fantasy in my head that like really convinces you of like the world like I really like even before I came to the U.S. like I really thought America was like this incredible place to be and like if you were gonna make it like you had to be in America and like America mm-hmm. is where it's at and now I'm mm-hmm. here and like I'm working for the people that like inspire me you know what I mean and like I'm like seeing how stuff actually works and I'm like oh my god I played myself like listen listen <laughs> listen that's exactly how I feel because like when people when people was talking about Oh, Drake. And, you know, Drake be singing about the six and Tory Lanez be singing about the six. And I was like, oh, the six must be lit. And then I came to the six and I'm like, you know what? Like, this is not what I thought. They left the six. They left the six. six. They left the six. To come to our island on vacation. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, why did I go? What did I leave for? What did? What? It's not mathing. It's not. It's not. But I was never that good at math, so it makes sense. (laughs) But every time someone asks me, like, "Why did you come to Toronto if you're from St. Martin?" I was like, honestly, right now, I really don't know. I I thought you know, based on like how we grew up, where it's like, we like our parents tend to teach us that like these bigger countries are better for us and like we have more opportunities which is true you know for the most part but society is just a bit different over here and like I I understand why they ask me why I come here you know they're like you you're from an island we're like yeah but we want bigger things and then when you come for the bigger things you're like oh do I really this is not it's what not I thought it. the bigger thing. Them bigger you know things, what I'm saying? Not it. It's not it. Them bigger things ain't it. 
But I guess how do you enjoy living in Toronto? Like, is it is it nice? Is the poutine good? Like, I remember one time I tasted poutine and I was low-key like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The poutine is actually good depending where you get it from. That might have been what it is. I don't think I got a good one. Mm-mm. Okay, you know what? Because like I have some places that be selling some very weird tasting poutine. But when I first heard about it, I was like, ew, I'm never going to eat that shit. That's probably like going to run my belly, make me sick. It probably don't even taste good, you know. But when I actually had like a good one, I was like, I know it's just french fries, gravy, and cheese. But for some reason, it slaps. It's like a capsalon, but not really. Mm. Capsalon do smack though. Right? That is that is fire. That is fire. Oh, they don't sell capsalons up here. I'm kind of I'm, I'm yeah. I'm telling you, these developed countries don't got nothing. I'd be confused. I'm like, yeah. I thought y'all were global. What is going on? It is Talking not adding diverse, up, right? I'm like, how I know about more food than you? I'm from an island. It's a rock. Like exactly. You would think, right, with all these, like, multicultural restaurants that they be having. But they all say the same thing. That's what I've noticed about, like, cities and stuff. Even though they would have, like, an Italian restaurant and a Chinese restaurant and a Korean place, they all kind of sell the same thing. Facts. So weird. It's uninspiring. I'm just Very. like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Very uninspiring. But... Where do you live? You live in Chicago? Oh, no, no. I live in Washington State. Oh, Washington. Why did I think yeah. you lived so in Yeah, so that's Chicago? like, it's like below Vancouver. Oh. Easy. Oh. All the way over there. Yes. Oh. I'm like a four-hour drive to like Vancouver. Yeah. Have you ever been to Vancouver? Not yet, actually. Because like when we moved over here, like COVID and everything. Mm. So like we couldn't, like Canada wasn't letting people. But mm. low-key, like. My boyfriend and I really want to go to Banff, which I i don't know if Canadians speak of Banff. I've never often. heard of Banff. But it's like one of, like, it is absolutely gorgeous. It's like a, a park, a national park, but it's like stunning. Like the oh. water is like crystal blue. In like, Canada? Like the mountains. Yeah. We'll have to look that up. <laughs> <laughs> you got to leave the city, girl. Honestly, okay. I, I've only been in the city. I'm not even going to cast. I, I went. You. I went outside of the city once for like this music retreat kind of thing for a weekend, which is really cool. I think it was called Boost Peninsula. I think I hope I pronounce it right. But it was really nice because when we went out, it was like the first time in however many years I've been here that I actually saw like stars and constellations and the planets. I was like, wow, like it was so quiet and peaceful. And I felt like no anxiety at all because I couldn't feel any of the radiation of like all oh, the technology bro, in the I city. I feel you. I feel you. I and feel you. I was like, my body, ha- my body naturally feels tense, and I definitely feel like it's because I live in the city. Oh my god, bro! You're like reading my mind. That's literally <laughs> what I was about to tell you. I was like, literally, like when I go to Seattle because I don't live in Seattle itself like Mm -hmm. literally I feel like tense you know what I mean because like you're always on guard like you have to watch your surroundings you can't trust people there's homeless people everywhere like people are like 
Like literally the buildings are all dutty and like all Dusty-o. like just looking like they ain't been washed Dusty. in centuries since they've been built. Like everything smells like crap. Like exactly. There's trash. Like I'm like, how is this progressive? I don't understand. It's not mathing in my head. It's and then not. you leave, you go into the 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 forests here, oh which are God. magical. And literally like it just feels like 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 I was telling you before we started, like feeling like yourself, like yeah. feeling like decompressed, like yeah, grounded, like, and it it has been blowing my mind. It really has been blowing my mind, like having this awareness of like spaces and yeah. like the energy that are yeah. in spaces. And I feel like cities have so much trauma because there's so many people that have their own energetic like mm-hmm. weight that like it just like. I feel like I pick up on other people's energies. So if I feel someone is tense with me, like mm-hmm. it makes me anxious. You know what I mean? Like, and it's interesting, like having this awareness of like seeing how other people's traumas can like create anxiety in you without mm-hmm. even you realizing it. Mm-hmm. Um, because like, it's just like this weird, like feeling that you have, like you can't be yourself around somebody or like you can't like be a hundred percent just like yep. calm and loosey goosey because you can tell they're holding on to so much that like it yep. makes you kind of be like, what is this? Like yeah. what what is this? Like I can't seem to shake it. It's um, it's so intense. Wild. Especially when you're especially when you're in with a group of people. Like I don't know if you've ever been to like a party. And you're just sitting in this party, like around these people, and you could just feel like everyone's stressed, everyone's anxious. Like, so you start to get tense, you start to get anxious, and like you realize that it's not really you because you were chilling. You were just chilling, and all of a sudden, your body's starting to react. And it's just like, and it's a normal thing. And what I realized is that I was really empathic as well. And I only noticed how empathic I was when the pandemic started and we all got like locked away and I was like locked away from people for so long that I was like wow I haven't felt anxiety in so long I haven't had a headache in so long because I get a headache when I'm around people I feel I'm like why I'm like why are we ever gonna go back into society I'm like I don't want to deal with these people stressing (laughs) me out like same i'm, I'm like, like i, I want a job to home. work from home i want to work from yeah, home. it is goals i'm like why why am i gonna go leave the peace of my crib to have you go stress me out yeah it's just not making sense to me you don't pay me enough to stress me exactly out. nope oh my god it's always funny though because like people will like tell me that i have calm energy and i'm like i'm pretty sure my parents would disagree with you on that but um it's so interesting because it's like I very much I have built now with through this awareness like boundaries like having very clear boundaries of like okay I can sense that this space like these people are not serving me just because I can I can already tell just in being in their presence it's changing how I feel about myself and it's like now that I have that awareness, I can say, well, I don't need to put myself in this environment. I don't need to be surrounded by these people. I don't need to have a conversation with you if I know it's going to cause me internal stress. Like, and it's interesting having that power because like I used to think like as a kid, like, and I don't know if it's because, you know, as girls were raised to kind of be like accommodating to people Mm -hmm. and to like support people that like usually when someone like when someone asks you to do something, you feel like you have to do it. 
and realizing it's like no I don't have to I don't I don't have to and I'm choosing not to for myself you know what I mean and like that has been such an interesting um journey really to like allow myself to have the space to say no yeah and to be okay because like sometimes you know like yeah like when you say no to someone, like you feel bad, you know, because like you're telling them no. Oh my god! But Don't like, get me started. I'm <laughs> like, no, like I need to say no. Like it's not wrong for me to say no to you. Learning to say no is like training a new muscle. Because I don't know what it is in our childhood that, like, especially as women, that like we felt so compelled to say yes to everything and everybody. And maybe it could be our nurturing energy, our caring energy, our, like, natural motherly instincts. All these things combined, you know, and, like, if you're a kind person, that adds on to it as well. But I don't know, man, like, it's really like you're training a new muscle because I've had had such a hard time personally growing up, especially, like, in my college, like, my early adulthood. It's been so difficult learning to say no but like I had to because there has been so many like situations happening so many lessons so many cycles where I got to the point where I was like oh no like I can't keep doing this you know I can't keep allowing this to happen I can't keep saying yes and I have no energy to to give like I can't pour from an empty cup and I feel like growing up I was always the person to pour from an empty cup and because I'm always like, yes, yes, I'll help, I'll help, I'll help. Yes, I'll give, I'll give, I'll go, I'll do. Now it's like, oh, nah, like I need to chill. No, thank you. People would ask me and I can actually say no. And sometimes, honestly, it's still hard. And I feel really bad saying it half the time. But there is such a relief that comes with saying no. And such a power, as you said. It's really like reclaiming back power that you didn't realize you gave away by saying yes because you exactly, thought saying right? yeah because you thought saying yes was you know the the best choice when in actuality you were doing the right thing yeah like you were being you know a good person and it's like like you said like pouring from an empty cup I think is like such a beautiful way to put it because like it's like you give 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 mm-hmm. and then like you're not getting anything back. Mm-hmm. And then your ego will get angry and be like, oh, well, why am I not getting stuff back? Or why aren't people giving to me? And it's like, why do you feel like you need to give to them? Maybe we should start giving to ourselves and then let them figure stuff out for themselves and like let people struggle for themselves. Like you don't need to save everybody. You don't need to fix anybody. The only person you got to work on this is you. Oh, my God. You got a lot to work on. So it's like we focus. That's that's definitely been something I've been working on. So I'm really grateful that you brought that up. I love watching your content because one for me, like you're just a very genuine person. And like to me, like I just see like your inner child like blossoming and like as you go out in the world and you're like, oh my God, look at this cute flower. <laughs> or like look at like look how this looks through this window. And I'm like, oh my God, sis, that does look cool. Like, oh my God. <laughs> And it's so interesting because it's like I remember when I was that like just 
carefree you know what i mean and i feel like it's interesting like when we grow up we like set this like oh we have to be big now we have to be an adult now like we have to put on our big boy pants and we have to behave and we can't just like be silly and we can't just do weird things because like society says you have to behave this way and it's like for me so constricting as a human Mm -hmm. being like being told that like you can't just lay down on the floor without someone thinking that you're crazy. Trust you can't me. just like look at a leaf and be so like fascinated by the little ant that's like crawling mm-hmm. on it and like taking its time to like bring food back to its nest. Like that's weirdo. Weirdos do stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like you can't appreciate the bees for literally like giving us food because they pollinate all the plants that we need to eat to help us grow and to me, it's like so weird that like we've become like this cookie cutter, like all the time that like from so school where you're told to sit down and be quiet and behave and just do what you're supposed to. Very Don't be robotic. too loud. Don't be. It's like so constricting. I feel like like it like reduces our humanness. It's oh, like we're absolutely. saying we can't be human. Like we can't be emotional. We can't be absolutely. like uncomfortable or like and it's like for me. It's so weird to see other people try to like scold people into behaving a certain way because they have been scolded to behave a certain way. And it's like, I look at them and I'm like, what? Like, how did we get this far off the track? It like blows my mind. It's just interesting. Like I, as a human being, like it's been... As I go into like my 20s, it's like relearning all the things that I told myself I couldn't do Mm -hmm, anymore mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. like people told me I shouldn't or like people told me like you have to be this way to be successful. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting like when I work with people that are millionaires, people that have reached financial goals, they chill in, they live in life and it's like seeing how they work and like how unhappy people are you know like it's like we have people that are so intelligent so brilliant and yet so disconnected from the truth of like why we're here and it's been such like a I would say like a reality fuck up for me because (laughs) like everything that I thought like I needed everything that I thought needed to happen um everything that I thought like made like how the world made sense and like yeah is like so far from the actual truth that like i have no clue what to do like i'm just like in this weird limbo state of like trying to figure out like now that i'm realizing that what i thought i wanted for myself is not going to be the thing that brings me Joy. joy and contentment in life like i'm like holy crap what do I do now? <laughs> like I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, cause it's like like literally living in America has shown me like how special St. Martin is and like Trust how me. beautiful yeah. that island mm-hmm. is and the people that are there. And like there's something about like just the way that St. Martiners are with each other and like the openness and the love that that just exists there. Mm-hmm. The Absolutely. Peace, the yeah. calmness, I the miss slowness. It. The slowness. So That's the key word. much. That's the key word, the slowness. And you know it's what's like the crazy? The city is fast. It's too fast. It's so fast. It's you you fast. know, you end up, I don't know if you're a pedestrian, but I'm a pedestrian. So, like, I notice that, like, I walk so fast. And then when I go home for vacation, 
I walk way too fast. I have to slow myself down. And I feel that that adds on to the anxiety because you, you, your soul is like moving so fast. Your brain is moving so fast and your body's lagging. You know, it's on a delay. Like it has to catch up. So I feel like that's where like meditation and like doing things to like ground yourself come in. But you know what's crazy? I wanted to go back to what you said about um growing up and inner child and you being in this limbo. You know what's crazy? I, I went to school and I like studied, I have my degree, and I chose to not pursue that. Because I was like, I'm just going to pursue music. I'm going to pursue being an artist. I'm going to just do art. Because my inner child really needs it. And I was like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm not going to do... This is going to make me happy. Same way you said this is going to make you happy. But I also reached the point where I'm like in a limbo of like... Well, not a limbo, but like a crossroads. More like better words for it. Where I'm like, should I just like like let go of this music dream and just like turn around and go do like a stable air quote job? But then every time I stop and I have that thought, I'm like, um, I would rather risk it for the biscuit. I would rather continue to pursue being an artist and continue being an artist, you know, but more find like financial stability in that pursuit then like turn around and go to somewhere that I may feel like is stable be- and then be unhappy. I mean, it. that's the thing about capitalism that really irks Trust. me is the fact that we're forced to choose. And most people will choose financial sec- like security yeah. over following the thing that they know inside their soul is like speaking to them. Because we live in this capitalist society that forces us to choose. Mm -hmm. And that is literally the thing that irks me so much. Because I see it even in myself of like, I have this job. It is for an incredible company. Don't get Mm -hmm. me wrong. But it's still a job. There are still things that I have to do that I don't like doing. And I have to do it because if I don't do it, my paycheck won't come. And I need that money so that I can establish a sense of freedom so that I feel safe enough to go out and do the things that really spark joy, mm. you know? And for me, it's like this weird thing of like, why do we have to choose? And like, why is this system built in a way where we're forced to choose to do something that goes against what we mm-hmm. feel in our intuition? Well, that's what they and want to do, right? Because at the end of the I day, know, they just want like, to hold us down. It blows my mind that, like, so many people are okay with it. It's like we all are consenting to this way of life. And, like, I don't understand, like, why we consent to it. And it's, like, such a weird thing because it's, like, like you said, like, we have all this technology. It's supposed to be making our lives better. Mm -hmm. But instead, it's, like, making us more anxious. It's making us more disconnected. Like, social media is creating, like, this delusion that people find themselves in and it's like crazy now for a message from our sponsors (music) 
Thank you for supporting this podcast. If you are enjoying this episode, share it with a friend and leave us a review. It 100% helps us grow this podcast and get our message out there to help and inspire others. Have thoughts or opinions you want to share? Join the conversation on Anchor or on Spotify. I love to hear from you all and I can't thank you enough for your support. With that, let's get back to the good stuff. It's like they further delude themselves and then they buy into the illusion so yeah. much that it's like from it from a just like a mental health perspective, I'm like, oh my God, like where are we headed? Because the metaverse to me is only like a further extrapolation of that. And it's like of you see media, it already. Yep. Yep. Where like people would rather go on Instagram with a filter than their real face. And it's like yep. to the point where people are so out of touch with reality that they would rather live in a digital world where their digital self doesn't look anything like their real self because they don't even like their real self and they would rather have all this digital crap to make them feel better about themselves and the thing is is like you see it at least well I feel like with girls especially like they'll go for example I was just gonna say I was just going to say that the filters and like the photoshop and all these things are so unrealistic but people just as you said buy into it and actually believe that that's natural which it could be and then they but go that's the thing. And they, they make it natural they'll go to the yes. plastic surgeon get the work done then they'll get this outpour of love from people like complete strangers being like oh my god you look so good like good for you sis yeah, and then they yeah, yeah. build confidence around this false like eyes sense of self you know what i mean because they've changed yep. who they are yep. because they weren't happy with who they actually are and for me it's like that's psychopathic i don't know like i'm like i don't know like it just to me is like a red flag like it's like you changed yourself and now you're getting praise for this like mutilated version of yourself but you don't look at it as a mutilation because your ego convinced you that this is a better version of you and so because you get like people satisfying that validation like they're validating you you're getting praise from maybe the opposite sex or whatever you're attracted to that mm-hmm. makes your confidence feel like you are wor- more worthy now than you mm-hmm. were before. But I'm like, at the end of the day, like, we all know that that's not true. Like, we know that nope. you had to change. Like, you had you to change who that. you were. You chose that. And I'm like, at the end of the day, how do you, like, how do you, how does that, I'm like, I feel like, at least in my brain, I yeah. would always know the truth. Like, I would always have that thought, like, sis, but your butt's not really that big. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, I had to do you know something what? for that. And but you know I don't what? know. I'm not, I'm not even, I'm not even against plastic surgery. Like, people can do what they want, you know, like. Yeah, it's I your life, it's your body. Stuff. But what I can never agree on is when people do it because they are not secure within themselves it's like when you when you don't know who you are when you when you're not confident in who you are if you do know who you are you know and and you don't take the time to to nurture yourself from inside out you you tend to look from outside in and you feel like if you fix your outside you'll be okay with your inside but at the end of the day it's 
it doesn't work that way because you might do that. You might you might fix your outside, notice that your inside is still trash, and then maybe then you actually start working on your inside and notice that your outside does not reflect that. Because why you change your natural self, you know? I feel like it's like a tree saying, oh, my branches don't look good. I need new branches. You know what I mean? Like, it's like you don't see that. Like, you don't see an ant say, oh, my antenna look crooked. I need to go, go replace get a it new and antenna. get a new one. You but know? you see, like, that's, that's the thing about us humans. We've just, like, we've gone so far beyond uh, knowledge and science and all this thing that, like, we just want to do everything but it's like, now. Do we to the even point know we anything? need to meet ourselves. It's like we we, we claim we, don't. we know so we, much. We don't, but like we don't know nothing. We literally like we, we know, know the bare minimum. We don't even know enough. That's why we're so like depressed and like sad. Like we have all this science and technology that could literally build us anything that we wanted. We have so much crap. We have too much crap, honestly. And yet people are depressed and like the majority of people a, need to be con- on some sort of pill. I have a conspiracy theory. Go ahead. Let's hear it. I have a conspiracy theory. What if, like, doctors and surgeons and all these people were paid by the elites to learn all this plastic surgery BS, all this internal surgery stuff, right? Mm. To be able to, like, dismantle the human being and rebuild us as cyborgs. I mean, I see it's heading in that direction. People are already changing genders. Like, it will be, like, literally people are changing every facet of what it means to be a human being. And, like, it seems like that's oh, where yeah. we're headed. Like, you don't like that's your arm, right. that's, trade it out. Let's change it. You know, let's let's cut it off. Let's put something exactly. new on it. Oh, your eyes aren't working? Let's get you some, you know, eyes Whatever that can happened. see through walls yes whatever happened to holistic healing whatever happened to like eating healthy whatever happened to exercise natural remedies like i know us caribbean people all we need is bush tea and we're good to go i'm telling you so why is it why is it that up here we can't get bush tea and be good to go i honestly think like like i feel so bad for people that grow up in these developed countries sometimes because like honestly like i feel like they haven't had an opportunity to see life any other way and so as a result of that like they think the world has to be this way and so Mm -hmm. like for example like we growing up on saint martin like we were exposed to growing with nature we were Mm -hmm. exposed to the power of nature we were exposed to the slowness of time and the the peace and serenity that that brings you because we've had that experience. If you grew up in like New York City your whole life, you grew up in LA your whole life, like I can only imagine how your perception of reality in society is completely skewed yeah. to that way. Yeah. Um, and like even when I went to Hawaii for like my birthday, like it was such like taking a load off like just being on a road that was a one lane road you could only go in one direction it only could give you bring you to a certain you know amount of spaces it was very much like wild and overgrown bush and jungle 
And to me, like, there is something so beautiful in that, like, in the chaos of the natural world, it is, like, the most stunning art piece that humans could never make themselves. Mm -hmm. But yet we are so dissatisfied with the world that we feel like the land is purposeless, that we are somehow the gods of this earth. And it's, like, so funny to me because, like, the most important things for life we cannot make like this Mm -hmm. is like the most hilarious thing that has like literally blown my mind recently is like the rain the sun the ability to grow plants these were all gifts from the universe humans cannot do it we if anything are vehicles of it you know what i mean like yeah i can't just make a banana with science you know what i mean like i have to grow a banana from the natural world i can't make rain with science you know what i mean rain comes in the natural world like without the sun we ain't here so it's like this weird thing that like we have deluded ourselves into feeling like we control this planet that we are the ones that have completely reshaped the earth in our image and yet we are still dependent on the very thing. Without it, we're nothing. Like literally all the metals we use, everything, everything comes from the earth. We don't make that, any of it. We don't and make it's any like, of it. And my, my have question is... We lost sight of that. Yeah, because why is it that we have these natural gifts? Why is it that the universe has literally given us everything that we need? And we've exploited it so much to the point that now we have to make artificial versions of everything. Why is my banana GMO? Plus pollution. All of these things like mess with our nature. So it's like the real tree isn't good enough. We had to make a fake tree in the metaverse and that would be good enough. And I'm like, oh my God, just... And, and like I mean, and the radiation too. Like I, that is definitely one thing I don't think like we have enough of a of a understanding about how that stuff affects our psyche and just like our sense of wellness. That I think you do realize it when you're in a space that's so far away from civilization and like you don't have cell reception. The space feels different. Like it is such a weird um experience to have. Like the space itself feels different and but science can't explain it you know it really we science don't know (laughs) science do not know but yet like all these people are so in their ego that they feel like that way is the right way and the only way and i'm like oh my gosh bro yeah i i i I think it's just like a human nature thing where we just when we get lost in the ego aspect of everything, we just feel like we know it all. We've learned it all. We can figure it all out. You know, that's what I have been trying to do. Like literally I became an engineer because I wanted to learn it all. Like a hundred percent. I was trying to understand the atom up to the sky, you know, but it's like, even when I did all of that, I still don't know. I'm still even more confused and more lost today than I was then. And I have all this knowledge in my head and it doesn't help one bit. Listen, knowledge and wisdom is two different things, girlfriend. Preach. You feel me? Preach. And like, I was the same way. I wanted to learn it all about human nature. Like I studied behavioral sciences, you know, like I was, I was one of those psychology girls 
I did human and social biology in high school, social studies, everything with the social and the humans, because I wanted to understand human beings so badly and like the psych so badly, the psyche, sorry. And you know what's, what I learned after doing all these things? I even studied yoga. Like I even studied yoga to learn about the body and like how to tap in and like how to like connect that with the mind and meditation and everything. And you know what? I realized that I studied all of that just to learn about myself and to learn how to navigate through life. Because literally, literally, that is it. That is it. Because, yeah, now, yeah, I can go and be a behavioral therapist if I wanted to. I could be a counselor. I could get my master's or whatever. But, like, I don't have a passion for that. I had a passion for learning about myself. And now that I've learned as much as I've learned, I still don't know anything about myself. I still don't know anything about human beings because it's all infinite. Like, there's so many layers to all of it. And every oh time, gosh, every time you feel like you reach the final boss, and you and else. you air quote defeat the final boss, it's like a whole new cycle started. An illusion. It was like, oh, the boss was an illusion, and this whole oh, thing that yeah. you thought you just did was the ego. Just so you know, so right, we back to square. You know, we back to square and one. And the cycle begins jokes on again. you. <laughs> yeah, like literally, literally. So it's just like. <laughs> Human you just beings. be sitting there with your ego all butthurt, like, oh my god, Yo. I'm back to square one. Like, you know, you know what, what I, I learned. <laughs> you know what I realized last night about ego death. Tell me, is that ego death? As much as people say it's this one big like death of the ego that just transforms you completely, it's not. The ego death is a continuous a thing. Your ego is always dying. Every time you accept something about yourself or accept something about your life or somebody humbles you, that's an ego. I know. And it's like you can't destroy the ego. You You can't. It's part of you. It's like the thing that wants to destroy the ego is the ego. Exactly. Exactly. Like, And my ego be slapping me left and right. I'd be like, oh, my God. Me and my ego be fights me and my ego be arguing all the time i I don't know i don't know if you ever have this feeling of like are you an overthinker a hundred percent okay not i was gonna say okay great not great but okay same (laughs) same and i was having a conversation with one of my homegirls i don't remember maybe like a week or so ago and i was telling her Yo, I overthink about everything. I feel like I want to be present in conversations. I want to be present in moments. I want to be enjoying every single moment without thinking about something in my past or thinking about something that I have to do for the future. And it's like... Or like just worrying or just about worrying. the conversation. Yeah, about yeah. how I'm going to respond, what I'm going to say next. Am I going to like respond to every single thing the person said? Like, And, and she was like, honestly, yo... I'm an overthinker too. And I've just accepted that. And I've just accepted that the mind of a creative, the mind of a creator is always all over the place because there's always ideas. There's always ideas in your head. And when she said that, I was like, wow. 
I don't it's feel like, like you need to be an overthinker I need to be to a be creative. But in creative. that process, it's like you're overthinking. <laughs> you're overthinking. <laughs> the thing that makes you great is also the thing that brings you suffering. Yep. It's uh, it's, uh, it's literally like literally <laughs> what you said was literally a conversation I had with my boyfriend yesterday because like I saw this quote that was like happiness is really hard for intelligent people to have yeah. because like there's always the analysis of happiness that robs you of actually enjoying the state of happiness and I was like, that is so interesting because I consider myself like an intellectual, you know? And so it's like, is the thing that makes me a great intellectual also the thing that will rob me of enjoying being an intellectual? Because there's always mm. like this grasping for more, this mm -hmm. grasping of wanting to understand more, this grasping of like, oh, but what about this? Yeah. Or what if we tried that and it's interesting because it's like that is a part of that creative process of like wanting to try trying to evolve growing learning adapting changing but it's like in that process sometimes it's like like you said can you be present in that flow and it's like you know like when people say like sometimes when you're in the moment of something it's hard to really see where you're headed or where you're going but when you look back it's like the dots all align it's like but it's mm. like at the same time it's like can I understand how the dots are aligning while I'm in one of those stages yes. and it's like a weird thing of like can I do that can I actually enjoy where I am right now without being so, like knowing where I am headed but still being present in this phase and being able to enjoy this phase while I'm in this phase because once I'm here I'm here and once I'm not here I won't be here anymore you and know what that's called bro uh, it's called walking in faith yes it's called just having faith and just letting go and just enjoying the ego, don't like that, the ego does not like that because the ego loves control the ego is low-key a oh narcissist my gosh. you feel me the, oh the ego gosh. is low-key a narcissist so that's why i notice like people who truly fully live in their ego are very much they have narcissistic tendencies you I know or like maybe they are you know no judgment there but like the ego can be a narcissist and that's why the ego can be so mean and so controlling and and i notice that about my ego my ego wants control of like Everything. everything my ego is just like i want to control where i'm gonna be today at this time i want to control what's gonna happen here i want to control how i'm gonna feel how i'm gonna sound what i'm gonna do but realistically speaking the ego is not even realistic <laughs> like, like it's not like it's not even realistic she's just a crazy bitch that's what the ego yeah. is she's crazy bitch and she don't know what she wants she but she, she never want. gonna be happy she's just doing too much she wants too much and she needs to be humbled and the ego needs to just learn faith. And, like, that's why you just have to trust yourself, your soul, yourself. 
to just so my ego like every time i hear someone say just have faith my ego's like mm. girl trust me mm. same trust mm. it's me. like why though but it's like but we can't but it's like but what if and i'm like but relax it's like but i don't it's the but i don't want to relax it's the but. i want to know and it's, it's you see wanting to know wanting to know yep, is really like the killer of joy because like you will never know. know and like it even is. when you think you know you'll get a, you'll probably you receive an outcome that you didn't even anticipate and you're like ah shit i didn't exactly. even know and now you're pissed because you just couldn't accept the flow exactly exactly it's like our expectations always lead to disappointment oh every yes. time we set an expectation always leads to disappointment oh, yeah. just because it's like never going to be a hundred percent the way that you want it even when it's like dating people like sometimes like i'll get i'll see myself like my ego like go through phases with my partner where it'll be like why are we even with him like why are you even like ah like you could just be single and be alone and be by yourself and then I'll be like, but none of that is even grounded in truth because it's just annoyed that he did something that it didn't like. You know what I mean? And it's like not even something that he did wrong. It's just like it didn't it do it the way that my ego wanted. wanted. Yeah. And so it's upset. And so now that it's upset, it wants to just like disown the thing that's like causing it frustration. And it's funny because it's like real love is like, the absence of requirement for your partner it's like having that blind faith of like i'm with you i'm committed to you i am committed to the ups and downs of how i feel about you yeah. while i'm with you yeah. and just being okay with that and knowing that like i trust that this is a safe space and that i genuinely genuinely feel like i can just be myself here and that you too are going to relinquish your requirements of me so that i can just be me and you can just be you and we can vibe together yes, forever yes. You know? <laughs> see and you know what's crazy about that relationships like that only happen if people can put their ego aside and work together to build but it's hard. It's so it's wrong. so it's challenging. Hard. Like, I definitely can agree with that. Like, everyone that knows me knows my relationship history. Like, I like when I started to date, and this is like me being vulnerable. When I started to date, I remember my relationships. I had very few relationships that lasted like over two months, because when I'm a Sag, I get bored really fast. And I'm a Gemini moon, so I get even more bored really fast. <laughs> and I'm an Aquarius like rising, so more. I'm always looking for something new. You feel me? So it's just like, if 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 this person, you know, gets it isn't working with me to like build something or or isn't interesting enough, like I get bored and I'm like, you know what? I don't hate you, but let's just be friends. You know, like let's just be friends, um, because no um when i actually started to like date and be in a relationship that was more serious and like longer than two months that's when i actually started to experience oh wow yeah you actually have to put in work <laughs> you actually have to put in work in this and it's hard to keep choosing because love really is like choosing that person every day through their evolution 
through their growth, through their mistakes, through their like fuck boy or fuck girl moments. You know what I'm saying? Like it's choosing them every day. And what I noticed about this generation nowadays is like no one wants to choose. Everyone just wants like a quick, perfect, a perfect relationship, relationship for, the, for gram. the gram. That's what I was gonna say because they see it on Instagram and they want to be like, oh, but Instagram is a Instagram lie. Is a lie. Oh and I'm God. not saying you can't take cute pics with your boo and post it. You know what I'm saying? But be realistic. Yeah, they not happy twenty four seven. I know she annoyed the shit out of him, and he annoyed the shit out of her. I, so I it's know. like I want to see that. I know they be yelling at each other. Come on now, come on now. But they choose each other every day, and like sometimes it's just for the gram, but in real life, it's for love. You know, it's for growth. It's for having that partner, and like it's way more difficult nowadays to find that. So I admire couples that found each other and choose each other every day because it's hard out here in the streets oh i know i sometimes like like literally like earlier today i was just like thinking about it because like i said i was like i've been feeling more like myself now that i'm feeling better Mm -hmm. um and it's just like when like sometimes i sit and i like reminisce on like the good things like all the good moments that i feel with Mm -hmm. him and like i'll just like like oh my god like I am so lucky like, yes. to have found somebody that like I genuinely know that no matter what obstacles we face, I will be able to make it through with him together. And like we can laugh it out even if we argue and we disagree and we're like, no, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. Um, Like I know at the end of the day, like it is always going to come back to this point where like we both love each other so much that even an argument can only last so long because like even if we're upset with each other, like, we'll just take, like, that awkward silence of, like, five minutes, then we'll look at each other, and, like, the love is just so much that I'm compelled, like, I can't be yeah. mad, you know, like, I can't, I That's can't, beautiful. I can't be mad anymore. That's beautiful. Like, he's too cute, I <laughs> She's can't, like, he's too you know? cute, I can't, I can't be mad at that face. Look at that face. Like, I'm trying to keep my face, you know, like, when, like, you're, like, trying to be upset, but, like, you want to yeah. laugh so hard, yeah. like, it's like that, like, I can't, I can't even. But that's that child, like, like, that's that childlike love, though. Exactly. That's that beautiful right? childlike like, love, like, if you're with someone that, like, allows you to be your child self, like, that's beautiful, because you're always going to laugh everything off. Exactly, exactly. But it's interesting that you mentioned, like, this, like, seeking of newness because like i also have noticed this too where it's like humans get bored Mm -hmm. so quickly Mm -hmm. and it's such a weird thing that like we have reached a point in like our civilization where everything needs to be instant you know like we need netflix now like there's no ads like i want my product it's going to be delivered to me today you know everything that i want i get it now that i'm not getting it triggers the ego like not having it triggers the ego and like we're so addicted to new that like we can't appreciate what we have because it's like oh it's boring i have it already you know like i need something else to bring me joy to to stimulate this like excitement and 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 i think it's all this living in the fastness again like adds to not being able to live in the present and that's why we can't enjoy the things we already have because we're always trying to like live in the things we haven't even acquired yet and it's like it's like getting a new pair of shoes 
and you loved them when you bought them in that moment you were like I love these shoes but you bought them so fast that you just put them on once you put them in a closet you're like oh I need new shoes but you just bought these shoes last week and and again like but you already took a photo of them for the gram so yeah and that's another thing that's another thing like you really expect me to like buy these pair of shoes, wear them once on Instagram, and never post it again, bro? Th- these are clothes; they're reusable. They're reusable. <laughs> like I can wash. I could put my clothes in the washing machine and wear it again, honey. Like my feet are still the same size. Well, I feel like our society is so shallow that like there will be. Maybe not you, but there's one person in the gram that's definitely gonna be like, "Oh my god, like, didn't she wear those oh already? God, yeah. Like, I thought we already saw those. Like, oh my god, is she broke? She's wearing the same that's, clothes and you know, again. That's crazy like, to me. Ugh. What if I have the same the same shirt six times? What if what if I have six of the same shirt? And again, living in in this fast, more, 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 more capitalistic society. Like, no one's a minimalist anymore. No one can appreciate less. And no one actually understands the quote, less is more. Because everyone just wants more, more, more. It's like, more is more. I want more. I need more. And don't get me wrong. I'd be like that, too. Just earlier today, I was like, oh, my God, I need to start making more money. Oh, my God, I need to, like, start doing more of this. I need to start eating more vegetables i need to more and more and more i need a bigger house like i need a bigger apartment i need more clothes but it's like no i don't like it's just my ego wanting to like fill some kind of void that i'm you know avoiding i'm avoiding something you know so there's a void there and then my ego just wants to fill it with all these like quick fixes yeah quick crap really just crap like it's like it's not even going to fix anything. More clutter. More clutter. To distract you yep. from the truth. And it's so interesting because it's like I, in my meditation class, um, the guy that like leads our meditation, he had this like sentence that he said that like, oh my God, like he just be spitting, like he be just dropping little gems and he just be talking and I'm like, oh my God, you're like blowing my mind. But he was like, everything that we have is transferable. Everything. Every We are born in this world yeah. with nothing. We leave this world yeah. with nothing. Everything that we have was either made by somebody else that we now, you know, we purchased it and we now have it. And when we're done with it, we will give it to yeah. somebody else, whether it be like through your donation to Goodwill or wherever. And that will go and serve someone else. And it's like this interesting idea that, we technically own nothing, but our ego makes everything mine, 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 mine. And it's this weird delusion that we have like entrapped ourselves in where we think that our stuff belongs mm-hmm. to us, which like, I mean, we pay for it. So like, yeah, it's my possession, but it's yeah. really not mine. It's just an object that I have that was given to me through this transferable economy that yeah. we, you know, create. And my attachment to it my That's like obsession my claim my like yeah it's all yep. ego and what it really is doing is robbing me from really having a true appreciation for the technology for the piece of clothes for for the stuff that i have because it's like 
this like delusion of like yeah. what is mine versus what is everybody yeah. else's and it's like interesting that I've been like toying with this idea of like collective assets and like are we moving to a world where like every everybody needs to have their own stuff or like could we be in a world where people didn't need to have their own stuff because technically we have so much stuff that we don't even use every yeah. day you know like we have uh, a drill that we only use when yep. we need a drill you know what I mean and it's like how many drills did we need to make in this world versus how many drills really needed to be made yeah. to do the job yeah. of a drill yeah. you know for in every instance that a drill actually needed to be you know used. how much and it's like it's, it's this capitalism. weird thing of like people feeling that they need yeah. to have their own Versus like, what if we were in a world where there were collective assets that could just be shared when you needed them? Like it was available when you needed it and you could give it back when you didn't need it. And we wouldn't have to hold on to so much stuff anymore because we were fine sharing everything. But it's like this weird ego thing of like mine, you know, that like, it, it, it's interesting. I feel like it's, if we were in a world, it intrigues if we were in a world me. where like we actually only had collective assets which i think is such an interesting like thing to toy with because we would be messing with less of the natural resources that we have first of all there would be less pollution there would be there would just be less clutter on the earth but you know that requires unity and exactly people yeah people are so selfish literally like that's what i think of like because i remember i heard this like um thing where like elon was pretty much making all of the teslas like copies of each other to kind of erase this idea of like individuality in like assets like that because they wanted to move to a world where like it didn't matter what tesla you had because all of them are the same you know what i mean like there's no uniqueness to it and that way like you shouldn't care if you get this tesla or that tesla because they're the exact same you know and it's like this idea of like collective assets where you get a car Mm -hmm. when you need it and then you return it when you don't and so as a result like you don't have tons of cars that are parked that aren't doing anything that are just aging that are yeah just like just sitting there just like being assets that aren't being used because you need to have your own you have this obsession with mm-hmm. mine um that as a result all of our obsessions with having our own stuff like actually forces us to have to create more stuff yep. than we need and i don't know it's just i'm like will we get there or will we die before then because i just i'm like in in limbo in limbo